and welcome to the Loki Dying Podcast. I'm going to be real with you. This is my second take <laughs> because the first time was rough. So this time is whatever it is. It's, it's what it's going to be. But um, yeah, I can't believe that I actually followed through on something. Um, here it is. I say that I'm going to start a whole bunch of things and then it never happens. So... I am sticking to it. I'm doing the podcast. I'm recording it right now. Hello. I'm in your phone. I'm in your car, wherever you are. Um, What's up? So to preface this podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about the idea behind low-key dying, calling it low-key dying, and what this podcast is kind of going to be. The idea and the thought behind me calling this low-key dying was... In today's world, in social media, we kind of only tend to post the good moments, the pretty moments, the moments that are going well, and I'm guilty of this. I feel like we're all guilty of this. No one has like a depressive episode and is like, wow, I should like really post my Instagram story right now of the aftermath. Um, Because that's no fun and it's human nature to want to put your best face forward. But I don't know about you, but I'm kind of sick of it I'm kind of sick of seeing the smiley girls with the pretty teeth sitting on the cute cars and whatever it is like I don't want to hear about your promotion I mean I do I do I do but it gets to be a little match at times and sometimes I find myself getting competitive with people online that I've never met and all of a sudden I'm feeling less than from these people that I know their life is not all that great. It can't be all that great. So this podcast, I'm going to have people on and we're just going to talk about really how we're all low-key dying. (laughs) I want to talk about um, successes and things that people are doing and accomplishments that people are are making. But I also want to hear like the struggles because it's not, it's not all about you know, what goes right. Like, I don't know about you, but I want to hear about what goes wrong. Like, make me feel better about myself is kind of what this podcast is. So if you have a tendency to feel inadequate and compare yourself to others, this podcast, I want it to be kind of like breaking down that curtain and being like, look, we're all human. This is tough. And just listen to how others are low-key dying. And we can all just like die together is kind of what this is. Um, So, yeah. The first episode, welcome. I have on our very first guest and the man who inspired this podcast, really. uh, He, we were talking, we were having this great conversation and he was like, you know, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And I was like, you know, I haven't, but like, I would love to because talking is like my favorite thing to do. So I would like to introduce you and welcome CEO, founder, entrepreneur extraordinaire, and my ex-boyfriend, Sean Weirwardana. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, first off, uh, if this should pop off, I'm going to need a cut. I'm just saying that right now. Okay, we didn't sign anything. (laughs) Yeah, thanks for having me on. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for, like I said, inspiring me to actually like do this. Sean has been a supporter of me and all my endeavors, and I always tell him that I'm going to do things, and then they never work out. And so this one, I was like, we're going to do this. I'm going to tell y'all a story right now. Listen, uh, she hit me up like maybe like 10 months ago, 
she was all like, oh, okay, so I'm doing a, I'm doing a YouTube thing. It'll be really cool to be all like, get it in, like a perspective of like exes and stuff like that. Uh, 10 months later, no YouTube channel. And uh, she's on this whole other thing, a podcast. But at least she, uh, she got that done. So I'm just, I'm just trying to throw shade right now. Continue. I feel attacked, <laughs> and I'm tempted to stop this podcast. <laughs> okay, so Sean, for the people who are listening to this, who know us personally, either they know me personally or they know mm-hmm. you personally, um, they're probably like, <laughs> "Wow, they still talk to each other." Um, uh, for those who don't know us personally or our history, me and Sean dated for about like two and a half years. Hey-o. Yeah, about two and a half years in high school. Um, he was my first boyfriend, and Ayo. I just said that looking into his eyes for the first time, and that was a little weird. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep my eyes down for one. Um, but yeah, speaking about things dying, I'll tell you what died: Whoa. our relationship. Um, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, um, our relationship didn't make it. It and did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, I'm down to. You got questions? Or like? um, I don't know. I just feel like we should get this out of the way before we talk about yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah, because yeah. people are going to be like, I don't understand the dynamic. <laughs> what is going on? Like the, last time I saw them, like, they hated each other or some shit like that. Yeah, or, like, last time I saw them. Can they I were, curse on this? Um, yeah, why not? Okay, cool. You know, there's no real rules here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm not getting monetized. It's fine. Um, but she might be. She got a, she got a sponsor on this one. I mean, we might be. I mean, you might hear an ad in a little <laughs> bit, but that doesn't mean that I'm making money. Um, yeah, so we dated in high school, and it didn't work out. I feel like most high school relationships um, end in turmoil. I don't think any of the relationships in high school that we experienced last Yeah, like really worked out. out. Except Eric and Laura, shout out. Except hashtag Eric and Laura, the hearty home is thriving. <laughs> um, yeah, there's only a select people who are listening to this don't even know who we're talking about. Um, but yeah, it didn't work out. And let's be real, I ended it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I ended it and it was, it was, it through, was through rough. text, guys. No, no. It was through text. No. Remember I dropped you off at Thai house that one time and then we were like, fighting kind of oh, and no. I came home and you texted me I do remember that but then we did talk in person about it did we? yes oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we, we did. went to Boba I still hung out like with you week. for yeah, like a, a while a week. people didn't even know we broke up I still gave you a birthday present I know and I didn't know what to do with Waste it I still money. have it <gasps> <laughs> oh my god jokes 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 <sighs> yeah well we Honestly, I loved our relationship, and it was yeah, a great was cool. relationship, and, you know, it just got to a point, I'm going to talk from my perspective for a <laughs> second here, um, it just got to a point where I was like, well, is this going to be the rest of my life? You know what I mean? Am I going to be with the same man that I've ever, like, for my whole life, from, mm-hmm. like, 15 on, and then I got a little scared, <laughs> got a little scared uh, <laughs> that I was going to be with the same man my whole life. And I got a little freaked out, and I was like, um, you know, I feel like I want to date other people in college, and blah, 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 and anyone who knows me, I have anxiety, I get really obsessive thoughts, and I just spiraled down this hole of like, <laughs> I can't do this, and then um, I broke up with you, and it was rough for a little while, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't talk to each other for like a year. It was year. like, no, like, it was a while, it was yeah. like... 
Even when, like when I, because I went to another college after high school, and then when I came back to where last year right now. Mm-hmm. So when I came back to La Sierra, we like still didn't. It was like I felt yeah. kind of awkward. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was like we did it after we broke up. Like we really didn't talk, and it was kind of weird because we had a lot of mutual friends, which I feel like happens in high school relationships. But then the most I ever talked to him after that was like at graduation, oh, at yeah. high school graduation. Sean came up to me and was like, "Hey, like." I just want you to know that, like, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. And, like, I hope you have a happy life. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, this is a lot for me. I'm probably never going to see him Started again. balling. No, yo. I didn't. I did. Balling. You know the emoji that looks like it's crying, like, profusely? That's what she looked like. Literally, I said, wow, thank you so much, and walked away. <laughs> um, That's true. But yeah, I felt like, wow, okay, this is. <laughs> I feel like that happens a lot you like at the end of high school you're like i'm never gonna see these people again and then i've seen like everyone yeah Yeah, so we both went to separate colleges um but then he ended up coming to the same college as me and then we kind of like saw each other again we're like oh (laughs) hi (laughs) hope you're doing well and uh we were both in different relationships and had moved on but it was still kind of awkward because we didn't know where each other kind of was at so we had to do one of those things that was like (laughs) Um, are you good? He's <laughs> yeah, like, are yeah, we yeah. good? Because I'm good, but I just want to make sure you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I'd like to say now we're really good friends. And we just fish bumped over um, the high tech sound equipment that we have going on in here. We have a phone to record all of this, by the way. It's one phone. Just one phone. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it didn't work out Whoa. no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding we have a great we have a great friendship I consider Sean one of my one of my really 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 good friends I I he's so trustworthy and we were playing um <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> we were playing kind of like a um a truth or dare game because that's what you do when you're seniors in college they know it's Cookie catchers, right? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> so you know that thing where it's like you pick a color and then it goes like R E. Um, for those of you who know what a cootie catcher is, I started making cootie catchers again. You're gonna have to explain that because like basically it's like an origami thing and like you put your fingers in it and you like. Okay. Okay. Wait. wait. No, no. No. Okay. Listen. Listen. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. Kids under the age of like just Google cootie seven. catcher. Yeah, there we go. There we go. If you went to summer camp, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I started making cootie catchers again and putting like really like funny dares and questions. Um, and one of them was like rate your exes, like put your exes in order from like best to worst. And I've really only had one true boyfriend before the boyfriend that I'm with now, and that was Sean. And so shout I, out to Ian. Shout out to Ian. And so I couldn't put people in order because I had one person and so we just said okay we'll rate that relationship and I was like <laughs> and Sean had to do the same thing well he had more exes because you know <laughs> you know you know okay um, there's only like two real ones yeah so and I gave you a 9 out of yep. 10 yup that's pretty good yup ladies you hear that I feel like it can only be a 10 if it ended in, in if it didn't end yeah, if it yeah. didn't die yeah so there you go I forgot and <laughs> you want to tell them what what ranking I got no <laughs> <laughs> okay well just know that I scored pretty I didn't high. I didn't rank by number because I have had more uh, exes mm-hmm. so uh, she did rank pretty high just because how the other ones Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of ended, not to like gas her up or anything. 
Just want to make that clear. But also to gas me up. <laughs> <laughs> Please make me feel good. This is what this is about. Okay. Um, so yeah, moral of the story is we dated and we broke up mm-hmm. and we went separate ways and we had a different life for a while and then our paths crossed again and now we're really good friends. And it happens, kids. It happens. Oh yeah, it happens. People, okay. Don't let your, don't like close that off because I feel like this person's like your best friend for like for us it was like two and a half years right and Mm -hmm. for for someone to totally lose that even if like i found other people and then she found other people as well for someone to totally lose that person in their life i feel like that takes a toll on you yeah and like i mean i i i what is the what's the word like i uh like i enjoy the fact that we are friends now Mm -hmm. like it's it's tight like because there's no there's no like there's no agenda there's no like it's just like yeah and you know I get this all the time, like, oh, you can't be friends yeah. with your ex. You can't really be friends with your ex. Like, no, I can. I am speaking from my end, but, like, there's no, like, hidden, like, sexual yeah, agenda yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. Like, I'm not <laughs> reminiscing about old times and thinking about, like, whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. truly, and maybe that has to do with the fact that we got together when we were, like, 15. And You know what I was thinking about when we came, when I was on the way here? Literally, we were f- maybe 13, 14. Yeah. And crazy. we were like, we were like children, and so I'm just gonna put it out there. Me and Chan really didn't have any kind we of had intimacy. No, <laughs> nothing. Like we held hands. We like, first of all, hold up, hold up. She didn't even let me hold her hand. <laughs> what do I you would mean? just you never let me hold your hand because I was self conscious. Okay. Because I didn't want to be. <gasps> her on campus you know the one like flaunting <laughs> her sexy man around like you oh. know we can like, <laughs> we can just date you don't have to touch me um yeah segue, segue, segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think it's easy for us to be friends because like we never crossed the line that we couldn't back away from yeah, yeah. We, like we were so young we were children and yeah like i said like we held hands like the occasional like kiss behind the gymnasium gymnasium or whatever like it was never anything crazy so like it was very much like we can just laugh about it now and uh yeah now we're good friends and we get to like still have that connection i feel like that we enjoy it from each other and which is why we got together but now we can just be like friends and have Mm -hmm. a healthy relationship yep 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 yep. okay now that we've addressed that yep (laughs) now that that's out of the way yeah um sean i really want to talk to you yes about your clothing company, mm-hmm. Memento. www.mementoapparel.com. www.shop, okay. I think. You think. Listen, just go to the website, okay. click the shop tab. We're, I'll definitely, like, at the end of this, we'll have, like, and maybe in the bio, I'll have, like, your Instagram and Memento's Instagram okay. and stuff like that. Cool. So we'll put the links for Sean's clothing company mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the bio or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe up, guys. Um, <laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> but I want to talk about being an entrepreneur and taking that step. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a person with a lot of ideas. I have so many ideas and I am so excited about them and then they fizzle off and I never actually take initiative and do things. I am really like, I don't want to say scared, but I have so much self-doubt 
that like I get really excited and then I'm like oh I can't do it oh it's too much and there's like a thousand things to stop me from doing things so when you actually started this clothing brand and like he had designs like a full-on website like he ordered the stuff like he put in money straight up front to be able to you know (laughs) that's how business works people um spend money to make it people yeah and I was like oh like wow like you're doing that and that for anyone who has started any kind of business of any kind you know that it takes a lot of guts it takes a lot of like courage to just put yourself on the line (laughs) and your reputation on the line to to do that and so I'd like you to kind of talk about like how did Memento start where did the idea come from and then what made you take that first step and what was that first step like to be like you know what I'm actually gonna do this uh okay so I mean, that story begins, like, freshman year of college, I think. And for those of you who know me, maybe you guys don't, but I'm brown. I'm a, I'm a very brown-looking man. Not, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, imagine, imagine, like, a Starbucks Listen, flat white. imagine the sexiest brown man you know. Two degrees away from that, that's me. In either direction. I don't know. In either direction, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Since I am brown, my parents expected me to do go the whole medical route or like lawyer, engineer, any of that kind of stuff. So uh, when I got into college, I was a bio pre-dent major. Um, <laughs> and uh, I just, that wasn't for me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, Listen. weren't we all, huh? Just kidding. I what were you? Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't. Yeah, but exactly. I know a lot of pre-bio yeah, majors yeah, yeah, yeah. who are now in the business. Shout out, Taya. <laughs> Taya, where you at? Oh, shoot. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so that just wasn't for me. And uh, to get over that whole thing, like, I always had the creative. I always had more of, like, a creative mind than, like, a whatever the opposite of that is, <laughs> obviously. Um, so... Like, when I wanted to change my major, obviously my parents were very mad. But uh, I changed it to marketing and management. Can you, I'm sorry. Can you do, like, an impression of what they were oh, like geez. when you told them? I was like, I called them. I called <laughs> So my dad's tati and my, uh, my mom's ami. So I was like, ami tati, like, I don't want to do bio-pre-dent anymore. And, like, I shit you not. <laughs> like, you know, like... When, like, someone takes drugs in a movie, like, the whole world just stops. That's what my parents look like. They, like, look like someone just, like, gave them drugs and they're, like, tripping out. Because I never expressed that I wanted to do anything else other than that. So this was, like, it, like, hit them like a train. And they're still mad about it to this day, but whatever. You know, I gotta live my life. (laughs) Did you want me to do an impression of them? Absolutely, yes. Uh, That's gonna be so, like... (laughs) Racist, racist? <laughs> yeah. Because my parents do not talk like that at all. I mean, they have slight accents. Uh, I'm not getting into your agenda. Anyway, fine. Uh, so where was I? So yeah, I went the whole business route, and as I was in college, like I just realized that like I'm in this place where I have so many resources, and like literally my target market is literally the person sitting next to me. That for me not to do some kind of business before I go out into the world where I'm not gonna have all these resources and not gonna have the target market right next to me. Like my, my main demographic and my main customer base is like kids from like 16 to 28. And that's literally people who I go to school with every day. And then that's like, that's proven in my numbers. But yeah, mm, that's- He's got numbers. I got numbers. <laughs> it's proven in my numbers. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I just, I just felt like I haven't failed enough, and I don't want to fail when I have nothing to go back on, like school, or like, that mm-hmm. can't change 
what what degree I get or anything like that. So I really wanted to fail more. And that's like, that's a big gripe that wow. I have. I wanted to fail more. Yeah, for sure. That's a big gripe I have with business students in, uh, in particular because especially the school that we're in, not to bag the school that we're in or anything like that, but the school sets us up for like complete success. Like they give you what you need to succeed and graduate and get mm-hmm. out into the world. But I feel like if you don't fail, in, like I, I believe that you need the opportunity to fail to have the opportunity to succeed because mm. I mean you're not learning mm. from successes yeah like I'm I'm like I yeah sure I learned how to what a bus ad does on like a thing uh. right but what is that gonna do for me yeah. after or for myself so I just took it upon myself to do something and at the beginning memento was just um it was just something like oh if it fucked up yeah cool if it didn't cool I mean mm. it still kind of is that but I mean I'm way more invested in it you're right uh i'm just rambling on right yeah no no no. yeah yeah (laughs) and uh, i just like i really admire people who like take that risk like there was so much risk involved in actually bringing this to fruition you know what i mean yeah so obviously with risk comes failures and problems and things like that um Mm -hmm. what kind of problems did you encounter and face and, and tackle or maybe are still struggling with in starting this company? Uh, so for a lot of t-shirt brands that I see coming out of like college students, I, and again, not to be like mean or anything like that, but they're very basic, mm. right? So like it's like if they print a shirt, they're not printing like the, the size tag on the, where the size tag is supposed to go or they're not... They're not um, packaging their stuff. They just send it to you in like a plastic bag without any like thought into it. And with I and I chose to do all that stuff just because I wanted I wanted to position myself as like a real company, a real business. But with that comes spending so much more money that I didn't really think about in the beginning. And then you realize why they cut all those. Yeah, exactly, those, uh... exactly. But I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything that I've done in that regard. But I mean, other mistakes that I've like, I wish I branded a little bit more, and I wish I would be more on my ass about branding and stuff like that, and marketing and stuff like that. Just because mm-hmm. whenever I do market, that's when sales are up. Really, like, what have you done to market that has worked? Like, even if I put like a like an Instagram post up, mm-hmm. I'll almost guaranteed have a sale or two that day, and like mm-hmm. a, a day after or something like that. Okay. okay ROI yeah but then like then again like I'm not it's just me right now so it's hard and another thing like I feel like I fail at is I don't trust other people (laughs) cause like I'm into website design I'm into like graphic design and all that kind of stuff and for me to give that over to somebody uh, and say like oh here do this for me and I'm gonna give you money like that's Mm -hmm. just a big trust thing for me yeah. I have trust issues because Sydney left me. Oh. Text, by the way. That was a joke. <laughs> Memento's failures equate back to <laughs> us breaking up in high school. and It's just resentment. Memento is just resentment. Yeah. So moral of the story, if you're in a relationship where you're unhappy, just stay. Mm-hmm. Just stay. <laughs> Put your no, feelings guys. aside. Well, well, no, 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 no. Put your feelings aside no, no, and just no. be like, you know what? I'm going to suck it up. And I'm going to just put my life dreams aside because yep. I can't deal with this. Yep. I mean, you're, I mean, you're already low-key dying. Why right. not high-key dying? Why not just, like, Ooh. take the plunge, be a little risky, and, and actually 
die. Bad message. Okay. Bad message. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Pause. Uh, Do you have to talk about like what memento stands for and everything like that? Yeah, please talk about cool, that. Cool, cool, cool. So, or actually, you asked me how it started, and I, I really did. Didn't. Yeah, like what did memento just slap you on the head? Were you eating yeah. mentos and you were like, <laughs> "Damn, this would be a yeah, fire yeah, yeah. branding opportunity." For me. So, um, I don't know if you guys ever have you read this book, uh, "Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." I have seen it. You should really, but read I it. have not read it. I, I see a like lot of people reading it. From the problems you've told me you've had, mm, good. <laughs> I feel like I feel, yeah, I feel like it would really help. I feel like it would help anybody our age, just because I mean it's so insightful. It's gonna sound like the most. Um, what's the word? It's gonna sound like the most uh, pessimistic book oh, okay. that you've ever read for the first like like half of the book but then it really like turns around but anyway uh that's that book was a real eye-opener for me in my life because I was going through a lot of shit um that just like put me in this place where like I feel I felt like I was always grabbing and searching for other people's opinions and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff like but, validation yeah, yeah exactly oh God, so me, like so my love language is um what's the one where it's uh words of affirmation mm. so i value that a lot and when i um when i don't like when i don't get that from people even like if i don't know the person or something yeah. like that i like i feel bad about myself and stuff like that right i mean anyway and no and honestly that's an important thing to know that love language, like, test thing or whatever, it's not just for relationships. It's a real thing for everybody. Listen, story time. Okay. Anyway, so I read the book, right? And then uh, I'm very, very close with the, all my family members, especially the younger ones. So I literally made it a point to uh, cater toward everybody's love language is love, love languages, and I cannot express more how that much has helped uh, in our family dynamic Connecting. and stuff like that. And we're just, like, so much closer because of it. No, yeah, and that's that's a real thing. I mean, especially in romantic relationships, love languages is so insightful. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'll have to have Ian on the podcast and we'll talk about it because we have very different love languages. What's yours? Um, for me... Wait, let me guess, let me guess. Okay. Okay. Um, is one of them, like, you have primary and, like, a secondary one, right? Yeah, sure. Okay, so is one of them... It's not... Is it quality time? Mm, I love me some quality time. But is it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, wait. I, my second guess would be words of affirmation. Yeah, I'm a big words of affirmation. Like, tell me you love me. Tell me I'm yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me everything. Right, right, right. Um, and then definitely quality time okay. for me. Is it big? And? <laughs> is it gifts? No, okay. it's not gifts. But people think it's gifts. I think. You enjoyed the gifts I gave you course i did yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's, it's, it's because you put time into them got sean you, got you, got you, got when you. we dated sean gave me a lot of gifts but they were always homemade they were always like some like construction paper paper mache <laughs> like heart-shaped piggy bank thing with like string you never made it but like something very like martha stewart's diy like he would go probably on pinterest i don't know how he found these ideas straight off the dome homie straight off the dome and it wasn't that it was it wasn't what it was it wasn't the item it was like oh my god i literally would picture him like sitting in his room like secretly (laughs) making these gifts and like that meant so much more to me than anything else it was more just like the time he invested into it but if even to this day now if like if my boyfriend would give me just like 
randomly like I don't know like a like a lipstick or something or yeah well no it would be nice but like something like very material it's like thank you that's really sweet but like it doesn't really it doesn't give me that same feeling as if you would like tell me how you feel about me or like we just spend time together and blah 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 blah. so yours is Um, quality time what would Ian's be then what's Ian Ian's is quality time and his is not words of affirmation he does not need me to tell him that I love him (laughs) he doesn't (laughs) I mean that's cool like you don't like he does but just it's not he doesn't need to hear it as often as I do it's not like uh like I I don't know so how do you give love I give love through words of affirmation a lot just because that's how I (laughs) want to do it exactly so we have some (laughs) conflict in the beginning um have you Anyways. learned to... This is quality time, right? Have you learned... Yeah, he's a big quality time person. I mean, yours is too, I guess. Yeah, okay, that's why so we spend not... so much time together. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. But then, if you spend time with me, but we don't, like, really, like, talk about anything mm-hmm. or anything, I, I don't know. It needs to be quality time, not right, just time. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, Jesus. anyways. <laughs> um, but the love languages thing, it also plays into friendships, business. Like, you, when you know how people work... This, exactly. sound, this sounds bad, but this is this is business. Like you can learn how to, and this I'm gonna use really harsh words, but manipulate and exploit. Yeah, for like, sure. and I mean that in the most like <laughs> non cynical way. But um, yeah, if you learn what people like and what people need, it is so much easier to work with people and honestly get what you want. For sure, yeah. But I mean, the purpose of love languages is to love that person, so don't do don't do what she yeah. says. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, also do what she says. But anyway, tangent, hello tangents. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yes, yes. So a really good book that inspired me a lot, not necessarily um, sparked the idea of the brand. The idea of the brand came after a really big car accident that I had, and it just really put into perspective how I was living my life. I was living my life every day. This might sound really sad, but I mean, like, I didn't really, not that I was, like, suicidal or anything, but I didn't really care if, like, I lived to 21 or 22 or something like that. Like, if I died, then, like, a day after, like, I wouldn't really care. Not really thinking about everything that mattered. Is So, I mean, that sparked me really making an effort to remember what matters in my life, and I started spending way more time with family, started walking my dog. My dog's my everything. Um, Shout out to Zara. Shout out to Zara. Shout out to Sydney for helping my sister buy Zara or like get Zara for me. Shout out to Marcia. That's his sister. Uh, she really did it all. But yeah, <laughs> Zara is amazing. She's a she's a husky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean that really put into perspective, and I was all like, I always gave myself little subtle reminders of trying to remember what matters, and I was like, I'm a business student. I should make. Not to make money off of this, but I mean, I want to do something with this, and mm-hmm. I did a business with it. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's how it all started, and then uh, a year and a half later, I launched the line, and we're somewhat successful. I would say we're somewhat successful. I'm some, somewhat successful. Yeah, totally. But yeah. I'd say very successful. Um, I guess on the note of success mm-hmm. looking back kind of standing <laughs> at the top of the memento castle yeah um what are maybe the biggest things that you've that you've learned and even from coming from such a dark place after 
the car accident and not really feeling like life was like valuable Mm -hmm. or worth living Mm -hmm. coming from that place to where you are now what what is the most important things that you've learned or things that you would like to like (laughs) that you would like to like um tell others yeah let people know uh first thing is like don't just don't if you want to do something just do it Mm -hmm. there's so many people i talk to even in this build. we're in a like our school's business building right now so many people have amazing ideas like sydney like she has amazing ideas but like she's never done it except for this which i'm like very proud and surprised (laughs) she actually (laughs) again like we talked about this yesterday so it's it's tight that she just took the initiative but anyway just like if you want to do something just do it like if you have to spend money spend the money the money will come back if it's a good product and you believe in it if you don't believe in it uh develop that for a while like memento took a year and a half just to for us to launch and let's not just glaze over that okay because a lot of people think that success is overnight and i want you to really sit and think about his clothing company took a year and a half what to even launch yeah to launch. yeah especially if you want to sorry especially if you want to like do a clothing company it's not just like you think of a design you print it on a shirt and you sell it no it's like you if you want to really do it right you got to sample t-shirts i sampled t-shirts for like three months i I sampled hoodies for another three months that's six months develop the website for two months right it takes there's so many little things that you don't even think of so make sure you have a solid idea you don't necessarily have to have everything figured out, but just make sure you have a solid idea and then act on it. Yeah. Have then, some kind of action on it. And the patience to actually oh, see it yeah, through. Yeah, 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 because yeah. I am the type of person who I require instant gratification in so many of the things that I do. And if I have an idea, like I need to do it and I need to do it now. I need to do it yesterday. I need to see the physical product. I want to like get started and everything. So for me to have an idea especially for an actual tangible product and to have to wait a year and a half for it to even come to life that would drive me crazy that's and i feel she like sticks the podcast <laughs> yeah that's why i <laughs> am starting a podcast which is so instant um but yeah like the patience required to go into that and i think in a little bit i want to also go back to patience mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's really important and on that note we're gonna take a small break. <laughs> cool. And what I tell uh, y'all, she already got a sponsor. <laughs> we're gonna take a small break. Hashtag sellout. She and, got a sponsor on y'all. Um, we will be right back. Sellout. <laughs> and we're back, guys. So now I kind of want to talk about what me and Sean were talking about earlier, which kind of inspired this whole podcast, and that was kind of basically <laughs> taking the first step navigating your dreams so to speak and dealing with all the self-doubt that comes along the way like i said i'm a big talker not a big <laughs> Woo, i'm attacking myself a big talker <laughs> and not a big doer a lot of the time <clears throat> and that definitely stems from a big pile of self-doubt and anxiety that i let creep in and stop me from actually doing the things that i want to do do you want to talk about your like your actual anxiety I think you should. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that. That's uh I think honestly, I absolutely will, but I think that'll have to be a whole new Next episode. episode. <laughs> a whole new episode, guys. If you guys want to hear about my panic attacks and depressive episodes, um let me know. <laughs> Cuz we can do that. Um 
but no no but yeah (laughs) um i was talking to sean about how what was it specifically basically it was like self-doubt and like roses and dandelions yeah (laughs) i was talking to him about i think what he wants to do after we graduate because we're in our senior year of college which is so exciting but at the same time so terrifying because it's like you graduate and then you wake up that monday and you're like imagine this people like you go to school for 18 years of your life you're a professional student at this point and then like one september morning just runs like comes up and like you have no obligations at all unless like you it's like all up to you from this point on and you have not been like trained to do anything else but like be a student like it's scary continue yeah and i'm sure there's people listening to this who have experienced that yeah. and they're like mm-hmm, yeah uh-huh and then there's people who have not reached that point yet and they're like no that sounds great i can't wait to wake up and yeah, have nothing yeah. to do and, and it's like there are people who are like what, what the fuck i have my whole and life. then there are people who are like i'm the ceo yeah, of, exactly. of apple why am i <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about yeah so what's, what's up what's that guy's name the new uh, CEO of Apple? I don't know. You think he's listening? I don't know. What's up, homie? I'd hope Steve Jobs is listening to this in the okay. whatever dimension he's okay. in. I literally almost thought that you didn't know that Steve Jobs <laughs> is dead. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, and for those of you who don't know anything about my life, I'm wanting to get into the cosmetic beauty industry. Ooh, hold up. <laughs> Y'all, she got into FITM. What's the FITM stand for? Fashion Institute for uh, Design and Marketing. Ooh! Merchandising. Merchandising. Yes. She just got into their... Beauty Marketing and Product Beauty Development Beauty Marketing program. and Product Development Program. Yeah. Y'all should... You should add, like, a, a clap thing. Yay! Ooh. Yeah. Um, if there was a clap in a sound bite, then I added it in. If there wasn't, then we just heard that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, and that's so exciting because I am pursuing my hashtag dream but at the same time like hashtag I need money (laughs) you know like and I think that's what we were talking about we were talking about how do you actually follow your freaking dream but at the same time like have money on the real like how do you navigate taking that risk and just saying you know what like I'm I'm gonna do this and oh oh this is this this is what we were talking about sean was talking to me about like he was scared that he's gonna end up in like a mediocre position Mm -hmm. at a mediocre job living like a mediocre life and he was like you know what's i don't necessarily believe that it's just like it's it's always like in the back i'm a very not like super pessimistic pessimistic person but like i i lean on the side of pessimism so -hmm. that those negative thoughts are always in my head that's something i just gotta work on but i mean yeah totally yeah yeah and i feel like if you are someone who struggles with like anxiety and depression like you are by nature just like a cynical pessimist type of person like i always think of what's gonna go wrong instead of what's gonna go right and i definitely definitely have had like nightmares about like living some mediocre life and settling into a mediocre job that I'm not really all into but what I was telling him about is like I truly believe that the only way to achieve what you want in life and make it to the quote-unquote top is to just not give yourself another option like tell them about the flowers oh lord (laughs) (laughs) like yeah like you well okay paint a picture paint a picture 
you can't, you can't give yourself a safety net. <laughs> and I know that that's scary. And I know that you're like, no, I'm not taking that advice. And you're probably smart to do that. But if you give, if you walk around life with a parachute to save you, like there is going to be a point where, you know, it's going to get hard. Shit's going to hit the fan and you're going to freak out and you're going to pull the cord and the parachute is going to open and you're going to land in some mediocre job and you're just going to settle there. But if you don't have that parachute, you're forced to just make it. You make it or you die. And like nobody wants to be homeless. Hashtag low key dying. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag low key dying. But like you're not, at least for me, and I feel like most people with the dream, like you're not going to let yourself get like die. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not going to let myself slide into like homelessness and, and whatever. Like I'm either going to make it or I'm not. And I feel like if you have that mindset, most of the time you make it. And I feel like that's kind of where a lot of, I was telling him, like a lot of like rappers and singers and artists nowadays, like that's why they always talk about like the come up and like, oh, you don't know what I've been through. And like, ugh, like I ate ramen noodles and like nobody believed in me and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so true because, and I think they talk about it so much is because they didn't give themselves an option. Like, no, I'm going to be a star, whatever. I'm going to be an artist and I'm not giving myself another option. And I feel like, some of the time that's one of the biggest reasons why they even made it is because they gave themselves no plan b if you give yourself a plan b it's gonna get hard and you'll probably slide down to that plan b but if you just have a plan a then (laughs) it might take a long time but you'll get there yeah and that's another thing patience Mm -hmm. and this is where (laughs) my little plant analogy comes in that i was telling sean about um my bad i try to segue into that oh no 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 you're fine because i would have forgotten about it (laughs) um and it's really not that revolutionary um it paints a picture it's a pretty good it does and i so my four years here in college have been very i don't want to say rough because i mean it was whatever but like definitely struggled a lot and felt lost a lot I think every year I had this new sense of like feeling lost that was even worse than the year yeah, before. Yeah, sure. same here. Yeah, and especially getting closer and closer to the graduation date, that sense of like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not doing enough. I'm not yeah. doing enough. Just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you're carrying around this giant snowball of like, I don't have an internship. Right. And everybody says I should have an internship. And my LinkedIn profile isn't updated. <laughs> and like, oh, like all this stuff. And you're just, it's so stressful. Yeah. It is so stressful. And there's like a thousand things that you feel like you should be doing Mm -hmm. because everybody else is doing them and blah 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 is doing this and i just got accepted into this and blah 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 blah. yeah i think it's it's even worse for like business students too because i feel like if you go into the medical field there's like a certain path that you like it's kind of like drawn for you like Mm -hmm. you should go you should do this and then do this and you'll get if you work hard enough you'll get to this point but i feel like for a lot of business students it's like hey we're gonna get you to graduation. Here's your piece of paper. Yeah. Now go figure it out, and we'll yeah. we'll help you. We'll try to help you as much as possible after that point. But it's like, it's really hard just to like gain stability after graduation. Yeah, and that's no disrespect to people in the medical no, no not field at all. and stuff like, like that. But it I is. I wish I can do what you guys do. Yeah, it's very secure and very much more straightforward. It's like I go and I get my bachelor's and then I get into this program and this program leads to this and then after this I just apply for a job and then I get my job. And a lot of times in, in business and entrepreneurship especially, it's 
Just a huge risk. Yeah, and the path is different for everyone. So you can't even look at what someone else did because they took this weird zigzag path and I took this weird zigzag path. And it's mostly like when you graduate, you kind of get like a sword. And now great, like now go fight out there for like the CEO job that you want that 9,000 other people want. And everybody has different qualifications. Everybody has different strengths. And it's again, I can't. We can't express enough how much we appreciate our doctor friends and like oh, yeah. people in the medical yeah. field. No, we're no, not no. bagging on the like that kind of field or anything. It's no, just... we're just coming from our our point of yeah, view. Yeah. Like there have been times where I have been crying, being like, God, I wish that my program was or my career path was straightforward. Yeah. I wish that I knew what the hurdle was right in front of me, so I could just like put my head in a book yeah, and study yeah, and pass yeah, a yeah. test. Not that it's that easy, but like it's that straightforward. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just like, gosh, I don't know. Should I be getting an internship? Is this the right internship? What should I be doing? Should I get this job? Like, I don't know what qualifications I need. I don't even know where I'm going. What company should I work for? Like, it's a lot of unanswered questions. But with all that stress that I was carrying around, honestly, for no freaking reason, um, I just learned that I was just so impatient. Like... I always knew what I wanted to to do, really. Even if I didn't have, like, a super clear path, I knew, like, kind of where I wanted to end up. But I was just so impatient. Like, I saw all of my other friends and classmates, like, making big moves or whatever they call it and what they wanted to do. And I was still, like, chugging along in my little four-year degree, like, not really feeling like I was doing anything. I felt like I wasn't, like, this is not what I want to do. It was just very frustrating. Did and you now, feel like you were comparing yourself to them? Oh, totally, 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 sure. totally. Yeah, and, I, I struggle with that too, for sure. Yeah, and I was like, when, when will my turn come? You know, yeah, like yeah, I. Yeah. But what I needed to do was just like shut up, put my head down, and just like grind through it. And now I realize, being in a place where like I just got accepted into the school that I've always wanted to be, I'm going to move to live in LA in July, and I'm actually going. All these things are now happening. But I needed to get through this part of my life to get there. For sure. And the plant analogy was like... <laughs> yeah, finally, Jesus. <laughs> you know, different, let's say flowers, like people grow in different lights and different flowers grow in different lights. Like I have this like uh, plant thing that's like hanging on my window in my bedroom and that thing really doesn't require like any light Mm -hmm. and especially my little cactus that I have she requires like no light and no water and she thrives (laughs) but then there's other plants where it's like like an orchid (laughs) you ever try to keep an orchid alive yeah no oh my god so temperamental (laughs) yeah you know you gotta water them with ice cubes mm. you gotta water orchids with ice cubes well that's why I don't have an orchid (laughs) (laughs) um yeah everybody grows in different lights and it doesn't mean that one is less valuable than the other, or one is more important than, than the other. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're all doing things at different times. Yeah. And some people, some people bloomed a little bit earlier than, than I did. And that's, and that's fine. Like I said, like succulents require like nothing yeah. to do to them. And then some require a lot. And for you succulents out there, shout out, yo. Like, for you succulents, <laughs> shout out to the succulents that are just grinding like, just, and just like, why, making Why are you listening to this podcast? You guys yeah. have your life together. Like, you're not dying. You're thriving. And I point. know succulents in my life who literally, they go to school, they get great grades. You want to shout someone out right now? Uh, no. Oh. I don't want to call someone out. <laughs> but like, it just seems like they have no freaking problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But then, 
they're the orchids that are like, oh my gosh. I'm an orchid for sure. I'm like, like living and dying, yeah, living yeah, and yeah. dying. And like, I th- I'm like a rose that got cut for like Valentine's Day and like I'm slowly just um, dying. Yeah. Like if you're not having like crying episodes at least three times a month, like you're a sucky one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, it just feels good right. to come to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't need to compare myself to anyone. I'm going to grow in my own time. I'm going to grow in my own light. And Ooh. that's what it is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd completely agree. Because I'm always a person, like, I'm thinking about every bad thing that you can think of, even if that's... Think of about me, even if that's, like, the furthest thing from your mind. Right. And that always affects how, like, I move and stuff like that and my actions and stuff like that. Wait, you think people are saying bad things about you? No, no, no. So, like, if... Say, like, I didn't know you, right? Okay. I'm already thinking, like, the worst thing you can think about me, even oh. if that's, like, the furthest thing from your mind. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just... Maybe that's... That sounds like a disorder. It probably is. It probably is. is. Hashtag low-key dying. Uh, Um, But yeah, like, I just just learned I can't do that anymore. Oh, God, you can't do that. That sounds stressful. I mean, I still do it, but... (laughs) I mean, I'm still going to do it, but like... It's still more under control, you know? Like, let's... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Okay, so I think that was really insightful. I learned a lot talking out loud. Um... In this podcast, we're going to have a section at the end. Shout out Caitlin Palma, who gave me this um, little tagline. But mm-hmm. for the people in the back. <laughs> you have to have like a, a jingle. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get a jingle. Maybe for the next like, episode. Have, like for right now. What the hell? Look. I'm not going to have a jingle on my podcast. <laughs> we'll have to have you back on. Okay, listen. Let's, let's freestyle it. Do, 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 do. For the people in the back. See? Can I get it louder okay, for the people you in the back? Okay, stopped it at... Can I, for the people in the bag. Okay. You want to you want to do it again? No, I don't. Okay. okay. Cool. Um. So do this do segment. Do do do. No, I'm just kidding. This segment is where we kind of, uh, for the people in the back who were asleep mm-hmm. on your phone, get off Tinder, get off Instagram, yep. get off the twenty forty eight or whatever that. Twenty forty eight. What is that tile game with the? Numbers? Are we in high school right now? Look. The people who weren't paying attention, (laughs) this is for you because we're going to recap it for you, okay? We're going to recap the things that you need to really pay attention to because sometimes in life, we are the people in the back. All right, number one, do not break up with your significant other over text. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that'll be number one. Uh, Number one, don't break up with your significant other over text. Okay, I feel like everybody's learning. She's writing notes too. Yeah, I'm writing notes. Um, You didn't watch out. (laughs) Kidding. Um, Yeah, sometimes we need to hear things twice, so we're going to say it again. Um, I think one thing that you said that was important that people, that resonated with me and I think would resonate with a lot of people is you wanted to fail more. Hell yeah. And I think that is a really cool thing. I think failure is what holds back a lot of people it i think it's what holds back everyone honestly it's what holds me back i'm sure it's what holds you back it's probably what holds obama back you know Mm, i don't Hmm. think so yeah maybe not Mm. (laughs) um but wanting to fail more for sure i think is a beautiful thing yeah you know nothing's gonna happen like if you fail like what's what's gonna happen realistically i mean if you like Um, fail at driving i'll go into debt yeah i mean I don't know. Yeah, chill. Anyway, <laughs> like, it, like, think of an idea you have. Say, Sydney wanted to start a YouTube channel, right? Mm-hmm. 
say she didn't get any views from that. No. She <laughs> said she got like three views. It was like her mom, dad, and like her grandma or something like that. Right, okay. Like, you can take that as a failure and like realize that you failed at that, but then learn that maybe like learn like what you like learn to realize what you did wrong and stuff like mm-hmm. that and either like move on to the next thing and learn from it or continue to work on that thing until it you succeed at it yeah so just give your give yourself the opportunity to fail the cliche story about failure is like thomas edison or whatever with that light bulb how he like oh yeah for did sure. it like a bajillion times and yeah, then like yeah, the yeah, bajillion yeah. in one time was the light bulb you and never like, know what's gonna what if he had up. given up you know where yeah. would we be today and yeah. whatever whatever but it's so true it really is true. like your idea might be nike your idea might be what's a makeup brand i don't know mm-hmm. like smashbox oh okay yeah hey, your idea might be like the next big thing and you will never know it because you didn't yeah because you were scared of a little failure yeah. You don't know if it's going to fail until you try it. So just go go fucking fail. Amen, sister. I'm... Yeah, um, okay, cool. I think another important thing that we talked about is stop walking around with a parachute because you're scared. Yeah, for sure. I think that the safety net, the plan Bs, the plan Cs, Ds, Es, like that is what's going to allow you to like slide into a level of living that you don't want to be at. Mm-hmm. Like just believe, just give yourself more credit mm-hmm. than you do. Believe in yourself. Like, you can Don't actually do things. Stop. Believe. <laughs> um, yeah, like, give yourself some credit. Like, you can actually do a lot of amazing things. Yeah, and, sure. like, just whatever you want to do, go all in. And honestly, I think you'll succeed. And if you don't, I think your parents will take you back in for a little while. So it'll be okay. Just yeah, try yeah, again. Sure. If you want to be CEO of something, even if it takes you to your to your like 35 40 like you still made it yeah 100 percent. so you got like another 70 some years of your life to live exactly exactly and that goes into the whole be patient thing yeah and just be patient with yourself mm-hmm. give yourself a little extra love yeah like the whole growing in different lights things like really remind yourself that like this is not a competition and I know this is all sounding so cliche, but like it, it feels so real when you're in it. Just allow yourself to grow at your own pace. Allow yourself to like fail and cry and have these panic attacks. But at the same time, like a lot of times they're unnecessary and you need to realize that, that like you're gonna have your time. Just be patient and enjoy other success while they're having it. Oh yeah, You know, sure, like yeah. Don't be don't, that one fucking... Yeah, don't resent people for their time to shine. You know what I mean? Because when it's your turn, you're going to want people to support you. So be there for others when it's their time to grow. And I think that makes the journey to your success Mm -hmm. so much more enjoyable, so much more happy. And a lot of the things we're saying sound really cliche, but I mean, like, like, just listen to it. (laughs) Just listen to it. Okay. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're like yeah it's cliche but like are you really applying it to your life i know i i I don't apply half the cliche things that Mm. have like that i listen to or i hear in my life like remember what matters like i never really thought about that everybody always said remember what matters remember what matters but until i like actually applied it to my life it actually brought my life a lot of value and stuff like that oh for sure yeah for sure it's like sorry don't don't like dismiss 
the cliche things because mm-hmm. I mean they're cliche for a reason it's like people tell you like if you just use the skincare routine like you're gonna do well and you're like oh I know okay yeah, I, I know, know that like a skincare routine would help <laughs> yeah, me yeah, yeah. but then it comes the day where you actually get a good skincare routine and you're like oh my god my skin is soft yeah my pores are like invisible everything is amazing and you're like wow I wish I could have just taken the simple advice yeah <laughs> so much earlier yeah um well, Sean, thank you so much. Cool. This has been amazing. I It's about an hour now, so I, I want to cut it off before mm-hmm. people are like, ugh. Um, thank you so much for all your insight mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. motivation and, like I said, for inspiring this whole thing to happen. Um, I'm happy love, to help. <clears throat> yeah, I'd love to have you back on sometime. Thank you guys so much for listening. If, if Follow you, me at Shawnee Bravo. Yes. Um, <laughs> I will have shameless, all of his like plug. links and <clears throat> social media plugs in the bio of this podcast and things but you can go ahead and say it in case people want to do it right now where they can find you uh yeah so you can uh, follow me my personal account at at shawnee bravo s-h-a-w-n-y-y-b-r-a-v-o on like i think it's just instagram actually and then uh follow my brand at mementoapparel.com <laughs> no what at memento.apparel on instagram uh, mementoapparel.com for the website and yeah guys just remember what matters mm-hmm. take take a second T-t-t. if you're in your car right now just drive safe <laughs> if you're listening to this in like your house or your headphones or something like that go give someone a hug mm. go walk your dog it's beautiful yep yeah and um if you are if you didn't get annoyed by me from this you can follow me on instagram at Sydney, which is C-Y-D-K-N-E-E. And for all of you who get really confused with the spelling of my name, my Instagram name is spelled phonetically as like a joke, but that's not how my name is actually spelled. My name is spelled S-Y-D-N-E-Y. Don't get it twisted. Um, yeah, thank you guys so, so much for watching. If you, I'm en- oh, not for watching. Wow. You should record The this. YouTuber in me really just came out. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really, really appreciate it. If you made it this far, like, wow, you mean so much to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah let me know what else you guys want to hear um, me talk about and who else you would like to be on the podcast and what topics you'd like to cover. And um, have a great rest of your day. And, Sean, thank you for coming on yeah, and tell me, no telling me how you're low-key dying. <laughs> happy, happy to help. Low-key dying. You better use it. (laughs) We'll get outro music. But for now, that was Sean. Okay, thanks, guys. guys. Thank you.